This episode of Meet Me for Coffee is brought to you by our sponsor, Coffee Cola. On a hot day like today, you need a coffee cola because I look for other alternatives to a hot coffee in the morning. And this is a tonic-infused cola with coffee flavor. And it's very good. It's not too strong, not too much caffeine, and it mixes great with your favorite liquors. And it's great also to let friends test it out. You can check them out at coffeecolacanada.com. Well, Ryan Rondero, we got you here on Meet Me for Coffee, and he's a celebrity chef. He cooks for all the famous people, but he's got quite the backstory. Meet Me for Coffee, Ryan. How do you take your coffee? Um, a little, little cream, a little sugar, you know. Oh, beautiful. So beginning days, where are you originally from? I heard you worked for Emerald Lagasse as well. That's correct. That's correct. I'm from uh, New Orleans, born and raised. So um, that's where I, I got a lot of my um, my start from, my, uh, start to start my cooking career. That's pretty cool. So Emer- Emerald Lagasse, you actually worked beside him or in his one of his restaurants? Or? Uh, one of his restaurants, you know, so you also, you know, I mean, you saw him come, come in here and there um, as, you know, as he has time. You know, busy man, you know, as everybody knows. So um, I've probably seen him, I don't know, I've seen him several times, but not, not as probably as much as when he was in the, actually in the, in the restaurant. How did, how did someone who wanted to be in the electrical engineering field become a chef? Well, I mean, cooking's always been in my background. Cooking's always, you know, always been inspired to, uh, to cook, always messed around, uh, playing around at home. So it's like, it's something that was just always instilled in you. Plus, you know, it's cooking's more than a career. It's survival too. So, you know, we all have different survival traits and cooking has to be one up. What's one uh, New Orleans dish that you would recommend for me to try when I go down there? Uh, right now, if, if you do go right now, um, crawfish. It's crawfish season. Um, Soft shell crabs are looking good right now. So those are two things you have to really have to have on your plate. Um, I, I think if you um, if if you wanted something that's like traditional New Orleans, I would say the, the char grilled oysters. You know, oh, wow. so what what ma- what makes Cajun food so unique? Well, I mean, you you have to look at all the cultures, all the cultures that comprise of Cajun cuisine. The, for the French, the Italian, the Spanish, the English, the German, the African, um, the Native American. You have you have the Vietnamese. So all these different flavors, different flares of their style of cooking, and just mesh together to make up Cajun and Creole cuisine. And like when people try crawfish, it's it's more like a, a boil kind of situation, right? And then seasoned after, they season it when they boil it. Uh, you see, season while you boil it, you know, um, it, I guess it depends. Um, cause I've seen most, most likely seasoning while you boil it, but I've seen some people season after also. So it just depends on who's, um, doing the boiling, you know, and sometimes pe- some, some people give that, that extra, um, you know, that, to make sure you, you yeah. really, I'll, I'll definitely remember that man crawfish. I, I have that on my bucket list to go to New Orleans, go to bourbon street, but you left New Orleans because of Hurricane Katrina, right? That's correct. 
I left um, 2005 after Hurricane Katrina. I moved to Atlanta uh, to work with uh, the Emerald Restaurant again. So worked there from two, 2005 to 2008 upon the re- restaurant closure because of the uh, recession. And then after that, uh, you got a job as an executive chef in New York City. At mm-hmm. what, which restaurant was that at? Uh, it was outside the city. It was in Long Island. It was uh, top of the Bay Bistro. So they specialize in Cajun Creole cuisine. And so it was, it was in, in between times. So you're just, you're just looking for a job. And you just, you know, recession hits. Like, yeah, I need to find some work. <laughs> I need to do something. Uh, so um, I worked there for the summer before I came back to Atlanta. Still saw the same process of okay you can't find a job so okay now it's time to come to LA but in, in New York I was able to really show my showcase my style of uh Cajun Creole up north you know using even even using their their local ingredients you're still able to really uh showcase it that's that, that's amazing man so you, you were in New York you went back to Atlanta you got a phone call from uh, an old friend saying hey we need a chef you know, we need a guy to come cook for the Fresh Prince himself, which is awesome. Um, the man himself. <laughs> yeah, the man himself, the Fresh Prince. And he also cooked for uh, Ben Affleck. And you, um, I've heard that you also help out in uh, events as well, uh, these big Hollywood events too. So can you tell me some favorite meals of celebrities? Um, it, every celebrity is different. Everyone functions differently. Everyone eats. Everyone's palate is different. Um, of course, you know, um, the Fresh Prince, seafood, seafood driven. It was always, always especially crab cakes. Were always especially, um, you know, you threw Cajun stuff on them here and there. But uh, I guess it depended on what, what was going on. If they were training for a movie or, or whatever. Um, always tried to, you know feed them accordingly. If you had to keep it clean, you kept it clean. Uh, you know, same thing for other uh, celebrities. You were able to showcase your style of food, but you have to adhere to their their palates, their likes, and their dislikes. So, uh, you know, being seafood is a strength, you always try to throw that on them. And yeah, it, it also helped me get to know California as well, because, I, you know, I'm just, I'm just moving to LA. So I'm, you know, I'm I'm busy with working. I'm trying to get to know California at the same time. I'm trying to get to know, you know, their their food, their style of food. So uh why not do it all in one shot? You know, California, I would say, you know, New Orleans has some amazing culture. And California is a bit of a mishmash of everything. There's Spanish food, there's uh probably some of the best sushi in the world there as well. Um, um Great, great sushi, great Spanish food, great, um, good Italian food, um, great tacos. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I could, oh yeah, I love tacos, man. It's a uh, that's something that I could eat every day, and you know, exactly. my, my wife is Spanish, and in, in one week she was making us, you know, carnitas and uh, and tacos and uh, the taquitos, and we kept going and going, and she's like, man, I'm so sick of tacos, but we could just go the whole <laughs> go week, all day long. So, so, so in, in, in LA right now, you're cooking uh, specifically for celebrities or how does your work day go? Uh, no, I mean, I have, I have different clients that I, I cook for, um, 
not not necessarily celebrities, but um, just clients in general. You know, some are drop off, some are I'm I'm there. So it just depends on uh, you know what they want. You know, so it's everything changes up. So this my day starts out. I cook for a client. You know, start out in the morning, drop the food off by eleven thirty, then I can go to another client in the afternoon and you know prepare dinner. I like a late lunch and or sometimes a late lunch and, and dinner for them. And that's, that's how do you, how do you keep up with it? Like, do you have helpers as well? Um, no, I mean, since it, since it's small, it's just like, um, it's easy to manage, you know, since, um, versus what, if I'm doing events, I'm doing parties. Yeah. I'll, I'll bring in staff or bring in chefs, you know, so it's, you know, it, it depends, but now with, the pandemic and COVID, excuse me, it's, um, you know, if there are things I can't do, I can send chefs out to do different things versus, you know, I'm not doing, no, I don't think no one's really doing the big parties now like they were. So, you know, 10, 10 and under or 10 to 20. So you may see those, those style of parties. So um, I could bring in servers and bring in chefs here. So, you know, my goal is to really still get those events, but still, try to help others keep themselves busy as well, you know, get, keep them working. As a chef, I always think about this, you know, even like in, a, in a food critic's perspective, and maybe I have to ask someone who's a food critic, like, like I, I, I'm a food critic, I like to, to taste food and say, hey, this is good or whatever. What makes a good dish? Um, building flavors, building flavors, you know, when, when you season, when, when you add salt, um, you know, adding adding salt throughout the process. You know, you're allowed to. The, the salt the salt works for you instead of you working for the salt. So you know, it allows to really penetrate in the dish, help release those those other flavors, and really help build flavors to really give you that exceptional dish. Um, if you use other spices, you know, you recommend whole spices, toasting them. Then you know, um, I like to buy. Uh, like a coffee grinder and just use it as a spice grinder. So you help and release fresh, fresh flavors. So when you, you add it, say you add it to a, a stew, say you make it like a clam dish or clam stew, you adding spices to it. The, the oils and the spices are releasing so that by the time you're able to, to taste, um, taste the dish, you can really taste all those flavors at a, at a clean rate versus you just adding dry spice to it, you know, hoping, hoping you, you, you get all those flavors and aspects in it. So you want brightness, you want flavor, you want texture, you know, you want all these things to really make up a great dish. And you want a bit of an aroma too, right? No one's going to eat something that smells like garbage, right? So um, aroma is key. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, everyone's been in, raised in that situation where you have to eat something that you really don't like the smell of. Uh, the presentation, um, how it looks on the plate, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of things, you know, how it's cooked or if it's cooked to your preference, it's very right. subjective, right? Well, yeah, we, we eat with um, 90% of our eyes. So, um, you know, like you said, how, how it looks, how it looks to you. We, we may look at a magazine, a cookbook, or even online, you know, this this is presented well or it doesn't look that great. I'm not going to try this recipe. Mm. Person, um, okay, this this looks it looks bomb. You know, let me try it out. See if I can do it for myself. So, like you say, aroma, 
eye appeal, uh, taste, texture. These are some key elements to really create a great dish. And the cool thing is you can pair it with a wine or this specific wine or this specific beer. Uh, maybe you know, this soft drink like a coffee cola or something like that goes well with, <laughs> totally. with this. Or, uh, so it goes back and forth. And, you know, the whole, the whole food industry is amazing. You know, you have people who make specialize in making wood oven pizza. There's people who specialize in, in um, maybe catering to people who want to be fit. They, they have their meals ready and they deliver to them and stuff like that. That's correct. You know, so, everybody has a different, different niche, you know. Um, the restaurants are not for everyone. Um, being a, a personal chef is not for everyone. So um, some people go into food science, food development, some people go into meal prep. So it, it just depends on your comfort level and what fits well in your system. With your busy schedule, does Ryan have time to cook for himself at the end of the day? Uh, yeah, I, I still cook for myself. I still cook for myself. Um, it, it varies. It varies uh, on what it is. Um, I love burgers. I love barbecue. So those are two two things I do love cooking for myself. Amazing. So if you were to go out to a one restaurant right now, which one would you pick? Uh, if you're taking me out right now, I love sushi. You're in LA. Uh, I wouldn't take you to sushi. No, because you 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 had it, so it's now it's time for you to try something different. Okay. You know, uh, Rosaline is one of my favorites. Um, Peruvian cuisine. You know, um, a lot of Peruvian uh, ceviche. Um, great. I love the flavors. It's it's mixed with uh, Peruvian cuisine. It's definitely mixed with a lot of Japanese flair. So it's just you know I think you'll love that. You know you seem like you you love flavorful food. You love well balanced food. So um, you know we'll take you away from sushi for a second. Awesome. I'll definitely look it up. It's Rosaline, right? Yeah. Rosaline. Okay. That's cool. Your favorite chefs. My, my favorite chef, to be honest, uh, there's a guy named Robert Irvine. You ever heard of him before? Mission Impossible. Yeah, man. <laughs> Rest, Restaurant Impossible. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, my favorite chefs, uh, Eric Repair, Emma Lagasse, uh, Mark Forgione, um, just to name a few. Um, you know, you won't go old school, Patrick Clark, old school. Um, you know, you got, you go, come down to the, uh, Florida, Norman Van Aken. I love his style, his approach. Uh, Donald Link, you go to New Orleans. Um, so it just, it goes on and on that so many different chefs, talented chefs that you can really admire and, you know, take and learn from. So it's, 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 it's a lot across the board. Oh, absolutely. Like I love Chef Ramsey, but sometimes it gets kind of um, tiring of him yelling. I keep thinking about him coming to my, my uncle's restaurant doing that thing. And I don't think he, my uncle would put up with that guy you know, yelling at him. <laughs> you know, um, there's Julia Childs, uh, a, a very inspirational uh, yes. chef or baker, whatever you want to call her. Uh, you know, Jamie Oliver doesn't get enough slack. Uh, you know, a lot of people do. Not like that guy, but sometimes he has some pretty good recipes. Yeah, you, you, um, Jamie, Jamie Oliver is a good chef. Um, who else? I mean, you go old school. You got Gary Danko in the Bay. Um, you go. You still have you know Thomas Keller in Napa Valley. So it's now you have some um, 
New School Shellsbury and the Cots in, in Chicago. Uh, so it, it just depends on, you know, what you're looking for, John George Van Richten. So, you know, it can go on and on. And, and as a chef, like you have so many people who are in the industry that you probably know personally. How important is it to share ideas or be more open to new recipes? Uh, I mean, I, I think it's very important because you, you may, um, you, I think you're not, you're not going to, you look at recipe, you're not going to see everything. So getting another set of eyes on it, you know, getting another collaboration is also helpful because, you know, you can, it, it can be vice versa. You can help them with um, their recipes. You know, you can do it this way. You can do it that way. You can use this technique or that technique, you know, and it goes vice versa. So it's, it's important in the industry to collaborate. And I think you've seen that, um, especially with um, being quarantined, you've seen so many chefs collaborate online, you know, just coming together, just creating, um, just creating great food together. Are, are you quarantined right now or are you able to go out of the house? Obviously you probably have clients to drop off the food to, right? Yeah, I have, I have clients to uh, drop off the food. So um, I, I was an essential worker. So, uh, um, so um, I was able, still able to work even during quarantine. I mean, we're out of it now. Restaurants are opening back up. Um, so everything's starting to um, come back a little bit. You also have a culinary line that you've also launched. You've kind of expanded on it. Um, can you talk about that? Yes, I do have uh, my own spice line, Rondino Spice Collection, um, six beautiful flavors. Uh, Nola Creole is is a flagship, you know, because I, you know, pay homage to where you're from. Never uh, forget, man. Never, never forget. Never, never forget where you're from. Um, the Creole uh, flavor. Then you have the Ancho Chili Barbecue, which is a, uh, another fl- uh, favorite. Just goes well with chicken, seafood, um, steak, lamb. Uh, then you jump into the citrus herb, which, you know, is very floral, br- very bright. Um, chicken, seafood, vegetables, if, you, if you're vegetarian, if you're vegan, all these things go with it, well with it. Uh, the smoked coffee, which is a, um, not a favor of some people brisket it's greens brisket it's greens lamb it's greens pork you know you know so i can just drop in the smoker and just you know just top a finish on a barbecue um we have caribbean jerk you want some island flair you know jerk chicken is very very common um then you have gumbo rub you know it's my my take on helping people develop flavor it's flavors in their own gumbo you know because some get stuck I don't know what to put in it. I don't know, you know, how to develop it. So this is a tool to really help them balance the flavors of creating their own gumbo. Are these available in stores? Are are they able to be shipped internationally? Uh, no, they're domestic and internationally shipped. Uh, they can find them on my um, my website, RadinoCulinaryDesigns.com. Uh, so uh, I encourage people to order them today. Summertime is, is hot. I don't know what it is there, but it's like 95 degrees here. So it's definitely grilling weather today. Yeah, we're, we're in Celsius. You guys are in Fahrenheit. I don't really know what the whole <laughs> conversion is. When I say uh, it's 40 degrees Celsius here, you guys don't really understand that. I don't understand what yours means. So um, I just always just wake up every day and just see how hot it's going to get and just take it as it is. I don't really watch the weather anymore because it's so unpredictable. But yeah, like right. having rubs for your meats and it, it gets – 
kind of complicated, but if you put the love into the food, it actually shows. And I've, I've been uh, wanting to say that that's my experience. I put the love into making my food and people love it because they, you share um, that common bond with them. Uh, food brings people together as a family, sit around a table. Um, probably some of the most memorable things, your events growing up as a kid have been always around the table, you know, around table yeah. meals. Uh, it's yeah. pretty cool for you to have a cool passion in that stuff, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's always memorable. Um, seafood boils, you know, everybody's around the table, eating, grabbing, chatting. So, I mean, these these are the things you, you remember. You know, food brings everyone together, no matter your ethnicity, you know, your upbringing. So, you know, it's, it's the middleman of who we are. So uh, the rubs, the rubs just help take it to another level. Absolutely. And finally, before we go, one big highlight from your career that changed everything for you. Um, I, was, I would say moving to, moving to L.A. You know, uh, I, I didn't really know what to expect, but um, you, you, you hit the ground running. You really, you know, I was able to move here show my style, show, you know, still bring the Southern style to LA, just mess you with California cuisine. And it helped me create something totally different to where, you know, it, it becomes noticeable throughout the city. And now, you know, we're, we're building a brand, we have products, you know, we have a meal delivery service. So everything that's been set, every, every goal that's been set has been achieved and just continually taken to a whole different place. Well, congratulations on all your success, my friend. And check out his website, uh, RonderoCulinaryDesigns.com. I got it right, right? All right. <laughs> Celebrity chef Ryan Rondero on Meet Me for Coffee. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's been a great episode. I learned lots, and hopefully we keep in touch, and we have you on again soon. That sounds perfect.